I'm Dr. Jeff Meldrum, and you're listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Thank you for squatching. Let's open it up so we can at least have an opener, all right? Sure. You're listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Real stories and real encounters told by real researchers. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to Squatch Talks Podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? But yeah, we just thought we'd come on and uh, got some some things that we've been discussing. You know how we always do that pre-episode banter. That's where some of our bloopers come from, in case you were following along at the end with the bonus blooper material. That's right. Love those bonus material. I love the bloopers. I do this for bloopers. It's <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> I think so. I, it's fun. I look forward to it. Well, I'm glad I put it now at the end, you know, instead of in the beginning. Yeah. Otherwise, people just turn it off after the bloopers. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's good that we're putting. It's good though that we decided to put out in the very beginning that hey, do us a favor and if you don't mind, give us a like and a share and a follow, maybe depending on what you're listening to us on and what Mm -hmm. what else. Subscribe. Subscribe. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Please subscribe. Allow us to keep having fun doing this. So, uh, and you know what? I think our last episode made a difference. I think by doing so, we picked up like a half a dozen more subs. Yeah, yeah. Just well, like, we had two ladies on too, so they liked listening to them. Maybe that's the key. Bigfoot yeah. likes the ladies. Yeah, and I want to apologize to everybody watching on YouTube. I got a new camera now; you can see me better. Oh, nice. so. <laughs> yes, we've been talking about that, and uh, yes. it actually has happened, folks. Yes, I bit the bullet and bought another camera. So <laughs> you get to see Nathan in all his clarity. Yes, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Going to start shaving like me. Yeah. See, I'm up, I'm up to a month now. Is it like, no shave I'm, November or something? Well, everybody keeps telling me I have to get a haircut, and I had four people tell me today. That I need to get a haircut. So every time somebody says you really need a haircut, I add another week. So ah. I'm up to I'm up to March that until I can get a haircut. Okay. So well, I like you both ways, of course, but you know, I was looking good. at I was looking at some of our older episodes the other day. Yeah. And I said to Heather, I said, Yeah, Nathan looks good with his uh, you know, the goatee look. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, did I have a goatee for a while? You had the goatee and you were kind of short on top. Yeah. Yeah. I did a flat top for a while, and then, of course, just the full-on bald. Well, that's what I mean, the full-on bald with the goatee. <laughs> a badass biker dude, you know? Yeah. I'm liking the beard right now, though. It's nice and warm. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. That's what I have a balaclava for. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of balaclava, <laughs> I didn't need it this week. I was out on a hike again. Um Trying out the new uh, Hero 11 that I talked about. Mm-hmm. Take some nice pictures. Battery lasts a lot longer. That's I will good. say that. And the mount works with all my old Hero mounts, so that's cool. Oh, very good. At least yeah. they made that adaptable. That's the one thing they made consistent. Yeah. yeah. But I'm still trying to figure it all out. There's so many settings and stuff, so it's yeah. going to take me a while. But nice images. I just can't figure out how to put them on the computer. <laughs> That kind of defeats the purpose a little, but I'm sure you'll get there. 
Yeah. You figured everything else out so far, so. And hopefully, maybe I won something with the Mega Millions so that we'll be oh, able to fund yeah. our projects moving forward. Yeah. Nice. I heard that somebody won the billion dollars last week in Maine. What the hell do you do with a million dollars? A billion dollars, I mean. Give us some. I'd be all right. I... Well, maybe they like Bigfoot. Yeah. They'll reach out. We don't, we don't need a lot. A couple hundred thousand. I, I told Heather I'd be happy with a hundred million. I'm yeah, not greedy. There you go. <laughs> I'm not greedy. <laughs> we'll be philanthropists. Yeah, sure. Save the forest. Save the Bigfoot. That's right. So, um, yeah, aside from that, Heather and I went out, made a couple of shorts on, uh, I forget what day it was, Sunday, I guess. Yeah, I had it out. Felt good to be out in the truck, out in the woods. And we uh, took some film. You know, made a quick short out by the one lane bridge. I don't know if you saw it. I put it up the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were talking a little bit. Was it last week? I forget. You mentioned, I think it was last week, though, in the bonus material. Speaking of bloopers, you had mentioned the email to Todd Standings people, right? Yes. Yes, I did. So you did hear back. Talked to Phil. Well, I didn't talk to him. Emailed back and forth with Phil. And uh, he did email Todd my request on, uh, you know, coming on the show and speak his piece, see what's going on. You know, I really yeah. don't know what all happened. Like I said before, I kind of don't really care. If he's a decent researcher, he's a decent researcher. Um, hey, other people have had him on, like Les Stroud, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeff Meldrum was on his show. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's just, I, I checked out his website after we spoke. I figured, mm-hmm. let me go and check out what's going on, you mm-hmm. know? As far as anything new, he really hasn't done anything new in the last 10 years. And yeah. so there was a recent thing on YouTube he put out, but it was mainly, it was like, I hate to say it, clickbait. Yeah. Because it talked about Bigfoot stealing my apples, Right. Okay. It's the same tree that him and Les were putting apples on that allegedly was banged and, and this nine and a half, ten foot tall squatch is seen and you can see the conical head behind, you know, yeah. the, uh, the branch of the tree and he gives the measurements and everything. But you don't ever see the apples disappearing in this video that he puts out. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing. It's like, he says, what, what, what else could take an apple, you know? I mean, this tree wouldn't move. I, I could hit it with a with a car and it wouldn't budge, you know? Yeah. But it's right near a cliff. It's like, couldn't you find a better tree to maybe pick to use as a dating <laughs> station, you know? Um, what else could take these apples? Well, and, and there was an apple up in the tree. There was a different area that the apples right. they had placed in this structure, this kind of like teepee structure. Mm-hmm. That one, I remember, yeah. One was gone, but it was up five feet higher up in the branches of the tree and looked like I had a bite taken out of it. But like, what else could do this? Well, a squirrel. Raccoon. Yeah. Raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other animals could do that. Yeah. So I just felt like it was too, you know, inconclusive at best. And then they left so much open to discussion. Right. that, That wasn't discussed, you know, and he was quick to, to, like say everything, like every break, every imprint was everything's a Bigfoot. Everything's yeah. a Bigfoot. And the way he got Meldrum to appear to say like he was backing him up was by continuously, like over and over again, talking about it. You know, 
So anyway, I I don't personally have anything against Todd. No. I used to watch his Sylvanic, you know, mm-hmm. videos back in the day, early on. And I found it very interesting, the one that he you know, claimed he had gotten where the thing stood up up the cliff yeah. from him. You know what I mean? All you see is the, the, the rear. Back. Yeah. The rear end. Yeah. Looked very impressive. Yeah. Very yeah. brief, but could have been real. And I still think that one potentially is real. Yeah. 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 I always thought that one was real. Personally. But then in this video that I'm watching, and you can go onto Todd's channel and, mm-hmm. and check out what I'm talking about. He also mentions the close-up photos, right? I yeah. It's, it's a Matilda. I don't know if that's the one they call Matilda. Matilda is the one I think that somebody else got through the tent. Yeah, I think that was someone else. But it doesn't look real to me. Those faces look like costume faces. They're the ones that look like Ewoks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't look real. And I've never, I've never saw another picture to come uh, of a face that close up to uh, compare. Hair. <laughs> I've seen other hoaxes that yeah. close up. Yeah, but the, his don't look like those. I'm just saying, I've seen other close ups that were hoaxes, but yeah, um, I just to, it, to me it doesn't look real, and and I know his daughter is involved in production of costumes and makeup, right, right. So again, Nathan was, you know, just responding yeah. to some of our, you know, viewers' questions and concerns. Yeah. So yeah. took it upon himself to reach out and see if Todd would like to come on and uh, possibly clear the air and, and shed some light on what's going on. And yeah. hey. non combative. Totally. I don't like getting all controversy. Ooh. We could even close off the comments if he prefers. But I, I sure you know, I saw a lot of the comments on this particular clip that I'm talking about, yeah. very favorable. Yeah. Lots of favorable. We love you, Todd. Keep doing it. You know, keep keep up the good work. And there was a few, of course, that are like, hey, dude, you know. <laughs> I wasn't well, you know smoking. <laughs> every, there, there's one in every crowd. And there's one for every and for everybody that's doing this, what we're doing. Mm. Somebody out there hates us. Right. So, you know, whatever. True. <laughs> Hey, like I said, though, we're happy to have him come on and, uh, yeah. and talk about it. And that's yeah. what we're doing here. Yeah. Squatch Talks podcast. So That's right. Squatch the Talks. invitation is open. So for anyone watching, if you've been asking us, hey, what do we think of Todd? You know, we're we're open to uh, yeah. getting to know him better. Sure. There's a lot of people that don't like Matt. We had him on. Absolutely. Probably more people. Just like Matt. Yeah. You know? Now, talking about evidence, don't you think, and I've, I had a, a scientist say this to me, with everything that everybody has collected through the years, since the Patterson-Gimlin footage till today, beyond a shadow of a doubt, we have proven that Bigfoot exists. Is that it? That's the statement that was made that from an made. anthropologist. From the Patterson-Gimlin footage to today, with the footprints, the videos, the vocalizations, we have proven without a doubt that it exists. Why doesn't anybody want to accept it? Why? Because it's anecdotal evidence. Yeah, but the sheer volume of it, 
I agree. Is, and and this is an actual anthropologist that said and I, this. And you I know, suspect I know who, but yeah. And <laughs> so if 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 one scientist is willing to admit it privately, are all the other ones like, yeah, probably it's real. We're just not going to admit it. It's a, it's a major commitment for them to admit something like that because they could lose their, their tenure, they could lose their funding, their their grants. You know what I mean? There's a lot of reasons why they may or may not get on board yeah, with but, that. But man, I, I just don't understand why why anybody would be, want to be so close-minded as to not at least research. You know, that's what we're doing. You know, as well as I do, how many years it took them to prove the existence of the gorilla. Yeah. There were stories from natives, right, that lived in the region about mm-hmm. these man beasts that were covered in hair. Right? right. It wasn't until, what, early 1900s, 1904, that they were, I think, confirmed. I think it was even later than that. I'm just saying, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Well, you even, we even have people still saying UFOs and extraterrestrials aren't real. When I mean, every government in the world said, well, yeah, they are. And we still have people that say, no, nah, that shit ain't real. You know what I mean? Well, Our yeah. government, Russia, China, everybody said. It goes, goes back to what we were discussing before we went on live here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. Ego, you know, yeah. all this stuff, fear, right? right? I mean, come on. How, how arrogant would one have to be to think we are the only intelligent life mm-hmm. in this vast universe? Right. Right. That's what I've always said. Yeah. When it comes to, I mean, even, even Jane Goodall, Goodall even yeah. Jane Goodall says she believes in the possibility of the existence of Sasquatch. Right. Okay. However, we don't have a body. We don't have anything conclusive that would to the scientists view prove their existence mm-hmm. and since we're not going to go out and shoot one you know it's funny you, i say that but i was watching terror in the woods the other day and it was a repeat okay <laughs> and this hunter right is out there mike may he rest in peace mm-hmm. i think he's passed on actually since the episode was filmed yeah he did you know he had him in his crosshairs but there was more than one he felt you know obviously he was a dead man if he pulled the trigger right which wouldn't be the first time we heard that. No, I've heard it from people who've had yeah. them in their crosshairs. But, I mean, just just the thought. I mean, he had a powerful weapon. You know, he had it in his crosshairs, but didn't pull the trigger, mm-hmm. right? Because they looked too human. That's one reason. He was also feared up. I mean, he thought yeah. best thing, even though it was a high-powered rifle, he didn't think this would take down what he was looking at <laughs> he thought it would just piss him off you're right I don't know. but again you know that's not our goal we don't go out to harm them and i'm not yeah. i'm not actually going out to help them or preserve them either i don't think they need our help no well we need to stop cutting down trees well, that's where i'm going with this <laughs> <laughs> That's the only help they need from us and, right these elites yeah. in the uh in their learjets going over to uh Switzerland for this convention, yeah. right? To save yeah. the earth. And meanwhile, they're a bunch of hypocrites because they're all polluting it more with their jets and everything else. But uh yeah. meanwhile, you had to ask me to watch David Attenborough's uh episode, yeah. right? What was it called? Our planet. Yeah. 
And he and makes you, it very clear. Yeah. You can't ask for better footage of us destroying the planet. I mean, he has footage from him from way back when till now proving that there's just less forest. Yeah. Which is why there's more Bigfoot sightings. They got less place to hide. Including aerial footage, photography yeah. from satellite, right? Yeah. Where it shows land masses and, and rainforest decreasing over these years. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, we've had a little bit of discussion prior. I don't know. It's all our fault. You well, know, the earth varies in temperature every 10 to 1. Well, I'm not saying that. Years, I'm not. I, mean? I don't want to. No, I'm just I'm not, we're, not, we're not doing I'm not ar- we're not we're not talking climate change. We're talking deforestation. Deforestation and I mean face it, the more of us there are, the more farms we have to have to feed us. Yeah. And the more places we need to live. Yeah. It's which, just happening. It's which just... I really like the the what they're doing in the Netherlands. That indoor farming thing they yeah. had going on in the Netherlands. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That was really impressive, huh? Yeah, and quick. Yeah. It, it's so much faster. It's all just floating in water. I'm Paul Patterson, Jr., and you're watching Squatch Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. And, like, why can't we use bamboo and hemp instead of trees for paper production and things? How much faster hemp grows than trees? And it gives the same amount of paper. And and they're basically replenishable. Yeah, it's almost sustainable. It's sustainable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. There there Mm -hmm. are ways to make changes. And, and, you know, and then... (laughs) I know. (laughs) We we can go off on different tangents here. But, like, even... Like people's argument about cattle production being very responsible for the global warming and all this, right? Yeah. A cattle farmer, they only kill one thing, whatever mm-hmm. livestock they're right. cultivating, right? Right. Whereas if you want to plant a field of soybeans, you got to kill everything. You kill the moles, the voles, the groundhogs, the, the- bugs, everything. <laughs> yeah. Wipe out everything. So if you're really against killing things, yeah, those veggie but, burgers aren't looking so good. Okay. No, and that's just you know the way it works. If you want to grow vegetables, you got to kill all them little animals. That's right, and put a lot of poisons into the ground, which in turn kills other things, mm-hmm. including us. Eventually, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I know these are these are interesting things, but yeah. obviously it goes back to what you were saying about how. Sightings also have increased. Right. All the sightings are going up. We're kind of making it harder and harder for them to have a place to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. This should bring us the Nobel Peace Prize, I think. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Some some real recognition. Real recognition. (laughs) Yeah, like we're qualified for that. (laughs) <laughs> I know, but you know what? This is just like squatch talk. You know what I mean? Like we're actually talking stuff that makes sense here. I mean, and getting back though to the original question that we're discussing here is, you know, how could a you know scientist? I'm not going to just say anthropologist because that would be limiting, right? Right. How any scientist could say that these creatures don't exist? Mm-hmm. 
after all the anecdotal evidence and, and stuff that's been accumulated over the years, all the eyewitness reports, you know, how can that be now, mass hysteria? Now, you're, you're talking anecdotal evidence, but when you go to a crime scene and you get a footprint mm -hmm. or a tire track impression, you didn't see that person put that footprint there. Mm -mm. They might have the same shoe, but geez, that could have been anybody. And how do you know that person exists? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, oh. you got you get DNA, whatever. But it's the same thing we got with Bigfoot. The same thing. And that's not real, but that is. You know what I mean? Totally. It's my evidence is right and your evidence is wrong. Yeah, getting back to what you were saying, though, I mean, obviously things have evolved over our time, but look how quickly things have changed, right? From early times mm -hmm. to recent history. Yeah. Now, this is where it becomes the Squatch Talks podcast. <laughs> Link, you know, there's, there's those who would say there's some, you know, connection between early humans and extraterrestrial, right? Right. Either through hybridization or coming down and assisting right. in certain matters, right? Like the pyramids and things like that. And I think my my view on that is it it devalues the human intelligence so much to think that we're not capable of coming up with a supercomputer. Right. Because every everything we have came out of this first. But to it's say that we only use a portion of this. Oh, we don't even use a portion of it. A fraction, right? Right. But but that's what I mean. To say that the only way we got this was reverse engineering shit from an extraterrestrial, I I say no. I say we're smart enough to figure it out, and we did. But then they say, how can we go from building a car in the early 1900s to 1960 flying to the moon? Well, you know, as well as I do, as soon as you build one thing, it's easier to build the next. Mm -hmm. You build one microchip this big, it's easier to figure out how to build a microchip this big. <laughs> that still blows my mind, though. Yeah, doesn't that. it crazy? Yeah. And just the, the calculations of what it would take with propulsion and how much jet fuel and everything they need to get from here to the moon, right? That to me is still mind boggling, you know, and how they can spin around the moon and then come back. It, it just amazes me. Yeah. You know, these scientists and, and these, what do they call them? Engineers, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot, there's a lot that we can <laughs> take this conversation to, of course, <laughs> but, um, yeah, getting back to uh, what you were saying with regards <laughs> to uh, energy and energy, right? It's ever yep. ever changing, right? Constantly changing, but it never dies. No, and I've been doing some yoga actually, and it's to get. And a lot of people think that when you're doing your yoga and whatnot, you're trying to separate your body and your mind. Mm -hmm. But what you need to do is separate your body and your mind and your energy. Your body and your mind are of this earth. They are together. Planetary. 
the rest of you, if you can get a space between your body and your mind and your energy, then things become a lot clearer. And, and it, I don't know if maybe you heard me incorrectly before. When I was talking about the breath, I was saying it's the connection of the mind and body. And the spirit. Yeah. Through the breath. Okay. Yeah. I no, sure I understand. It's just yoga is unity. I haven't done it in a long time. There's a, yeah, I, I, I got to get my, I, if I had my stuff in front of me, it would be a little more coherent. I kind of got off the yoga and got into the squatching right around that time. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to be squatching. <laughs> <laughs> serious. That's yeah. that's basically what happened. Yeah. I found a, a love of the outdoors and, and seeking the elusive Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I've been seeking the elusive Sasquatch and now I'm starting to do yoga. So. Cool. Well, hey, nothing says we can't do that while we're out in the woods, right? Yeah. And who knows? You might you might put down a mat on the ground, be doing some downward facing dog, and uh, Bigfoot might come up and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. Nathan, what are you doing there? <laughs> hey, that looks pretty good." Yeah. But uh, hey, I know uh, for all our viewers that uh, if you have any questions or comments, you know where to get a hold of us. That's right. Squatch Talks Podcast, gmail.com. Any any comments and uh, questions are appreciated. We, uh, again, want to thank our friends at yetibars.net for uh, teaming up with us and allowing us to uh, spread their cheer amongst the viewers. Yep, great guys. Had a, had a great conversation with Tyrell mm-hmm. and use STP10 at checkout. Like yep. we do. That's right. Get 10% off your order. But hey, I hope uh, I hope this has been an entertaining episode for you. And uh, please check us out on other platforms like Spotify and iHeart and, you know, Amazon. Like that. Yeah. Amazon. Not sure if I'm on, I got us on Apple Tunes yet or not. I tried. But hey, give us a follow. That really helps the, the channel. And, yep. uh, and, shares likes they all they all are appreciated too Mm -hmm. nathan and i will come back again next week and hopefully have some more material and maybe a guest or two that's right uh, all right hey thanks for squatching yeah thanks for checking out this episode of squatch talks podcast don't forget to subscribe follow and give us a like and stay tuned for more exciting stories on squatch talks